Hey everybody, George Robson here, Worship Arts Pastor at Ocean Grove Online Church. Welcome to another one of our podcasts. I want to encourage you to stay with us for this week's scripture reading and message. Good morning. Let's just do a super short prayer before we jump into God's Word. Lord God, you are the King of Kings. You are ruler of everyone and everything. And God, I just ask that my words this morning would be your words. Lord, speak through me. May your kingdom come and your will be done here on earth as it is in heaven. Amen. Amen. All right. In your bulletins, you have the scripture for today. We are going to be in Psalm 107. And I feel like if I could give you one takeaway, it's to be encouraged this morning and to be reminded of God's love. So right away, verse one, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His love endures forever. This word love in the Hebrew is pronounced chesed. You might even see it without the C sometimes, but it it has that kind of guttural sound. And the best definition of it is that it is generous, sustaining, loving kindness. And most often in the Old Testament, it's literally just translated as love or loving kindness. But this, the motivation behind this, these acts, are kindness without any expectation of return. And it's abundant, it's generous, it's sustaining, right? And this is one of the primary attributes of God, this chesed. It is said 245 times in the Old Testament, in Old Testament and two-thirds of these times where this word is found, it is specifically in reference to God's character. And let me tell you something. If you're here this morning, you are here because of his generous, sustaining, loving kindness, right? He is the one who's numbered our days. It is his breath in our lungs. So give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His generous, sustaining, loving kindness is eternal. It endures forever. Verses two and three. Let the redeemed of the Lord tell their story. Those he redeemed from the hands of the foe. Those he gathered from the lands, from the east and west, from the north and south. Guys, if you have chosen to have that relationship with Jesus Christ, You're redeemed. And we are to tell our story. May and I have a dear friend. Some of you probably know who I'm about to reference. Her name is Natalie. She works for the camp meeting. And some translations of this piece tell their story, say, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Amen? Okay? We got to claim it for Jesus. And I love this, guys. Here's the thing, I believe God wants everyone 
right? Why else would he tell the story of the hundred sheep and he leaves the 99 to go get the one? And right here, he's gathering people from the east, from the west, from the north, from the south. That doesn't leave any place out. That's right. He wants to gather all, and we are told in scripture, at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow. That's right. right? God doesn't want anyone to not know and have this generous, sustaining, loving, kindness relationship with him. So this psalm now talks about four different types of people, and it sticks to a pattern here. And I'd like you, as we go along, to ask yourself, people am I potentially identifying with? Okay? So verses four through nine. Some wandered in desert wastelands. Now I have to interject here. This is not desert that causes wastelands, right? Okay? These are people wandering in dry places, finding no way to a city where they can settle. They are hungry and thirsty and their lives ebbing away. Then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble and he delivered them from their distress. He led them by a straight way to a city where they could settle. Let them give thanks to the Lord for his unfailing love his unfailing chesed, generous, sustaining, loving kindness, and his wonderful deeds for mankind. For he satisfies the thirsty and fills the hungry with good things. Amen? Amen. So this first group of people, they are the wanderers in deserted places. They are aiming and looking for community. Now, there's a piece that we always have to do. It is our job when we are not feeling like we know where God wants us, it is our job to cry out to him. That's right. And you're going to see every single time he answers, every single time. And in this case, it says he delivered them. And then they are encouraged every single time to respond in gratitude, right? Remember the leopards? God healed 10 of them. Only one came back and said, thank you. If we profess to love Jesus, we need to be people of gratitude, first and foremost, to him. And then here's the why. Because he does satisfy the thirsty. He is the living water. And he does fill the hungry with good things. He is the giver of all good gifts. In Matthew 7, 11, he even talks to parents. If you then, you're an imperfect parent, you know how to give your kid good things, how much more will your heavenly father give you good things? And as a church, you might have been with us when we memorized James 1, 7. Every good and perfect gift is from up above, coming down from the Father of heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows, right? We're the shifters. We're the ones who wonder, like, oh, God, I don't know. And then it's like, wait, yes, God, right? He's the steady, okay? So again, we got the wanderers in the deserted places. Now we have our next group. These next two groups of people, unfortunately, they are where they are as a result of their choices, some sat in darkness 
in utter darkness, prisoners suffering in iron chains because they rebelled against God's commands and despised the plans of the Most High. So he subjected them to bitter labor. They stumbled and there was no one to help. Then they cried to the Lord in their trouble and he saved them from their distress. He brought them out of the darkness, the utter darkness, and broke away their chains. Let them give thanks to the Lord for his unfailing, generous, sustaining, loving kindness and his wonderful deeds for mankind. For he breaks down gates of bronze and cuts through bars of iron. So this next group, they're prisoners in the darkness and they feel they have no one to help them, right? But yet they know. They cried out to God and he saved them from their distress. And again, the same pattern. They are told to respond in gratitude, to give thanks for God's generous, sustaining, loving kindness. And why? Again, told the why. Because we serve a God who breaks the chains. The gates of hell cannot prevail against our Savior. Amen? Amen. All right, this next group. Some became fools through their rebellious ways and suffered affliction because of their iniquities. They loathed all food and drew near the gates of death. They cr then they cried to the Lord in their trouble, and he saved them from their distress. He sent out his word and healed them. He rescued them from the grave. Let them give thanks to the Lord for his unfailing love and his wonderful deeds for mankind. Let them sacrifice thank offerings and tell of his works with songs of joy. So this group, they are fools in rebellion and their choices have literally brought them to the gates of death. Their health is failing them. But then, right, we always have the option. All we got to do is cry out to God. He's going to answer us. And sometimes I think the answer is, hey, guess what? You get to come home to me, which I got to be honest, some days I'm like, God, I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> Take me. I know that stinks for everyone left behind. Stinks, right? But I can't wait. Can't wait to be my savior. So they cried out and again, God saves them. And I love this part. He sent out his word and healed them. He rescued them from the grave. In Isaiah 55, 10 and 11, we're told that the rain and snow water the earth, making it flourish. And God says, so is the word that goes out from my mouth. It burn to me empty or void, but it will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. And we know that if we fast forward, the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. John 1, 14, Jesus became God in the flesh. And you better believe he rescued us from the grave because he took the grave for us. That's right. Right? So again, what are we encouraged to do? Respond in gratitude to God answering our call of distress. And in this chunk, instead of giving the why, it reiterates the importance of gratitude. Let them sacrifice thank offerings. 
And as the psalm began, tell of his works with songs of joy. I don't know about you, but I was like getting teary-eyed during our song time of praise this morning because it's so powerful to claim who God is through song. All right, so we got one more group of people starting in verses 23 to I don't know what because what I am looking at chopped off the numbers, okay? Great. (laughs) Some went out in the sea in ships. They were merchants on the mighty waters. They saw the works of the Lord, his wonderful deeds in the deep. For he spoke and stirred up a tempest that lifted high the waves. They mounted up to the heavens and went down to the depths. In their peril, their courage melted away. They reeled and staggered like drunkards. They were at their wit's end. Then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble. And he brought them out of their distress. He stilled the storm to a whisper. The waves of the sea were hushed. They were glad when it grew calm. And he guided them to their desired haven. Let them give thanks to the Lord for his unfailing love, for his wonderful deeds for mankind. Let them exalt him in the assembly of the people and praise him in the council of the elders. So this last group of people in the technical sense, are merchants in a storm. Or what I think we can more relate to, storm-tossed people, right? A metaphor for life storms when you're like, excuse me, God, can we be done here, right? (laughs) And what's interesting to note, this group of people had seen the works of the Lord. So they already for sure were told knew what God can do because they'd seen it. Yet, God spoke, and we know God's words are powerful, right? We believe that God controls even the wind and the waves. And so despite that knowing, they freaked out. Their courage left them. We know the disciples did this with Jesus sleeping on the very boat they were on, right? Despite all that they had already seen Jesus do. But again, God answered. He stilled the storm. The storm around them, maybe sometimes for us, it's the storm inside our minds. And he took these people to their desired haven, a safe place. So again, respond and thank God for his unfailing, generous, sustaining, loving kindness. And again, this chunk tells us to praise him. Share the story of what God has done for you. Now, this next section I kind of just wanted to chop off. (laughs) I was like, God, come on now. This section is the reminder that God gives and God takes away. And some of you have heard me share at our firstborn son's funeral, my husband and I sang this song, Blessed Be Your Name, where the the chorus or the bridge says over and over, you give and take away, you give and take away. But yet my heart must still choose to praise, right? So we got to read this next section. We can't just chop off Psalm 107. 
He, God, turned rivers into a desert, flowing springs into thirsty ground, fruitful land into a salt waste because of the wickedness of those who lived there. Yet he also can turn the desert into pools of water and the parched ground into flowing springs. There he brought the hungry to live and they founded a city where they could settle. They sowed fields and planted vineyards. They yielded a fruitful harvest. He blessed them and their numbers greatly increased and he did not let their herds diminish. But then their numbers decreased and they were humbled by oppression, calamity, sorrow. He who pours contempt on the nobles made them wander in a trackless waste. But he lifted the needy out of their affliction and increased their families like flocks. The upright see and rejoice, but all of the wicked shut their mouths. We have to believe and it doesn't make sense. I had a friend call me yesterday. One of her parents is failing. She's having trouble at her new school and their dog just got incredibly injured. She didn't want to talk to God and I affirmed that in her. I said, it makes sense that you're angry. It makes sense that right now you don't know if you believe because it's been one hard hit after another. But you know what? That's when we step in as the people around because from God's help. And so I said, can I be your Aaron? Can I pray with you right now? Because I want to believe for you until you're there again. Right? Amen? So guys, why is there a giving and a taking away? I do think it's all for God's good, right? Because where the psalm began, because he wants to draw us to him. He wants to gather us all to him. So whether you are feeling like you're the wanderer in the deserted places and your life is ebbing away, you're the prisoner in the darkness with no one to help, you're chained, right? Nobody can get to you. You're a fool in rebellion and your health is wasting away or you are just feeling tossed by the storms of life. God does hear our prayer. He wants us to call out to him and we're allowed to be annoying. Remember the persistent widow? She kept going to that judge until she got what an answer. Now here's the thing. I wish I could look you in the eye and say I always got the answer I wanted. I didn't, right? We don't but we better still believe it's good. And if we don't believe it's good, then call a friend. If we, if we don't feel like we can take it to God anymore, call a friend who will do it with us. Amen? God does want to deliver us from our distress and we better thank him. And we have to tell the story because in this Psalm, we're told the very last verse, let the one who is wide heed these things and ponder the chesed deeds of the Lord. Ponder, name, share, sing and praise the generous, loving, sustaining deeds of God. Because every time in this psalm, the people cried to the Lord and they were heard and they were given what they needed. The first group of people, the wanderers were given community. The prisoners were given forgiveness. 
The fools in rebellion were given healing, and the storm-tossed merchants were given a haven. Amen? Amen. So I'm going to pray, and I want you, who do you feel like today? And I want to encourage you, don't stay there, right? Don't stay there. Take the time to cry out to God. Be annoying if you need to. Because here's the thing, even when he's given me an answer that I didn't want, once I have the answer, I find his peace, right? But then it's like, okay, God, all right, I still don't understand this, but my mind is no longer swirling. You've given me the straight path forward. Amen? So here's my closing sentence before we pray. Actually, repeat after me. We serve a God who abounds with generous, sustaining, loving kindness. Chesed. This is a tricky part right there. All right, let's pray. Lord God, you know exactly the hearts and minds of each person here. And God, I just pray that whoever each person here was identifying with today, Lord, that they would not stay there. God, that they would cry out to you as we hear the children doing right now. Maybe they're not crying out to you. But God, that they would persist in that until you deliver them from their distress. And God, may we be people who constantly, continually thank you for your generous, sustaining, loving kindness. God, because again, the fact that you woke each one of us up today and that we are here, alive, hopefully alert. God, that means you're not done with us, that you are sustaining us. And God, I thank you. I thank you that we can talk to you super frankly and just say, God, it just stinks right now. And we can tell you that we're pissed. God, that we are angry with you. We're allowed to take our tears and our anger, God, because you are the giver of our emotions. So God, I just pray that we would persist in our relationship with you. God, we love you. In your holy and precious name, amen. We do have a prayer tent open this morning at the end. If you want to make your way there, I'm happy to pray with you. Lena, Matt, we have several people willing and able to pray with you. Let's stand and praise God one more time in song. We really appreciate you staying with us this time around. Remember, you can always search out other podcasts from OGC by looking up Ocean Grove Church or type in oceangrovechurch.com slash podcast question mark format equals RSS in your player of choice. And if you'd like other ways to stay up to date on all things Ocean Grove Church, 
Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok as Ocean Grove Church, on Twitter as OG Church, and don't forget our website, OceanGroveChurch.com. And you can contact us via email at OceanGroveChurch at gmail.com. Until next time, we bid you peace.